Welcome to The Red Podcast, a place for bold, inspired, outrageously courageous, and just a tad bit naughty women leaders come together. I'm Elaine Kalila, and I'm the founder of the Priestess Presence Temple, a sisterhood of over 80,000 women. For the past 25 years, I've had the great pleasure and privilege of supporting, inspiring, catalyzing, and initiating women to remember who they are. The Red Podcast is a place where you can come to lean into your edges, listen for that which yearns to be expressed more fully through you, and to say yes to the places that probably scare you. More importantly, I'm going to be talking with some amazing women who are spiritual and grounded, and we're going to be chatting about what it takes for each one of us to step into the legacy of our purpose and fully bring it to the world that we're here to co-create. Your presence is a gift, so I say bring it. We're here to listen to your red, your leading edge, that place of evolution within you. Hope you enjoy the conversations. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Red Podcast. I am the host of the Red Podcast, Elaine Kalila, and today I'm going to be sharing with you about why this space has been created, about the why behind red, who are the red women, indeed, who are the notorious red women throughout all time in history who have influenced me and who have called for this space to be created. So I want you to think first and foremost about this word red. What does red mean? When you think of the word red, Well, red conjures up a lot of different feelings. It's an emotional word. It's a bold word. It's a primary color. And if you go back through history and you talk about the red women, the red thread, the red power, then what you're really talking about is an aspect of our femininity, of what it means to be a woman that has been feared, that has been reviled, that has been shamed or blamed or subjugated. You think about it from the perspective of the red light district or the idea of red being somehow wanton (laughs) or red being too much or red somehow denoting that you're overly sexual or overly erotic or overly powerful. For a woman, To express her red is for her to be in her full, sovereign grace, her ferocious tenderness, her juicy, wild gorgeousness. In fact, it is to bring the full embodiment of the feminine back into the world. Red is a place that calls us to our leading edge, to the places that we dare to go, but that we are a little bit scared of, the places inside of us that yearn to be expressed, but somehow we, somehow, deep down inside, think that we are going to be judged or shamed for. So when I first got the message that I was going to be creating this Red podcast, I asked inside and I was like, well, what is the name of this podcast? And immediately in a flash of heat came the word red. And you know, when you get that place inside of you, that instinctual knowing, that kind of like gut 
womb up from the very center of your internal space and you kind of push it away and you go, ah, maybe, maybe not. I mean, what does that even mean? I mean, shouldn't it be a more, you know, an easier to understand term? And my brain got involved and I came back in and I asked again, And she said to me really clearly, and by she, I mean the divine, the mother, the Magdalene. I'll be talking a bit more about her in just a second here. And she said, no, this is a place for red, the reclamation of the bloodlines of these fierce, fiery women, these women who have been bold and stood up against the powers that be, women who have stepped outside of the status quo, women who have dared to live their lives out loud for what they believed in, women who have trusted the depth of their inner knowing and have challenged the status quo through their very being, not even through the words that they speak, women who have walked this holy, sacred vessel of our bodies fully awakened, erotic and ecstatic, women throughout all history who have walked this path and women today who are here now like you listening, women who have been called to reclaim the divine feminine, to reclaim what it is to even be a woman, to be in our power, in our sovereignty, in our grace, in our splendor and to speak out the gifts that we have as the feminine into a world that is grossly imbalanced through the ravages of a, of a tyranny called patriarchy in the last few thousand years, to be precise, two and a half thousand years, we have been subjugated. The feminine in all spaces and places has been demeaned. And so when we talk about the red women and the red thread and the awakening of the red within us, it is of that unapologetic place that is standing here in her full aliveness. Each one of us, a thread, a fractal, a shard of her. So when I was sitting with all of this, (laughs) like you do, and saying, okay, so it needs to be called red. I also felt into a more personal story and I wanna share it with you. So for those of you who don't know me, you don't know that I was born and still am a red-headed woman. And a red-headed woman carries with her a certain projection. And especially when you were raised in the 1960s and 70s, <laughs> sounds like so long ago now, doesn't it? <laughs> the 1960s and 70s in a very small town, nay village in the southern part of England. I was one of only three redheads in my class. And we were mercilessly, myself and Jonathan Dow and Hillary, I can't remember her last name, but it was Hillary. <laughs> I only remember Jonathan Dow's name because I had a secret crush on him, but that's another story. There were three of us and we were mercilessly teased. You have to understand that back then at that point and where I came from in England, there was very little diversity and having red hair meant that you were different. 
It meant that you were somehow separated to be teased. And because you had red hair, it also meant that you had that very fair skin that meant that you blushed easily or you felt the hot face of shame easily. So I was taunted with the names like copper knobs and Duracell, the battery with a copper collar top, a ginger nut, ginger minge. I think that was one of my other ones that came with me as I got older, which was horrifying. And uh, and along with that redheadedness also came the identity of being hot-tempered and quick to lose my temper and fiery and impetuous and rebellious and you name it, all of these projections. But it goes much deeper than that. See, in England and in what was then, you know, in ancient history, the Celtic lands of the British Isles and the Celts were infamously known for being redheaded. Well, the history goes that as a red-headed woman, or man for that matter, that you were from the clan of the witches or the wizards. You were part of the medicine people. And as such, over the many, many years of tyranny from the Romans towards the Celts and then onwards and upwards into all of the, the persecution of the witches, of our foremothers, of the medicine women, of the midwives, of anybody who stood outside of the culture, included, including the red-headed people, they were targeted. And so deep down within the cultural history from where I come from, to be red-headed was to be associated with someone who was being hunted, someone who was needing to be um, hidden or pushed away and somehow held this lineage. Now, as a young person, I had no idea about this. I was just the butt of the joke. And I grew up with a deep level of shame about being redheaded. And even now when I speak it, I can feel the prick of angry, righteous tears in my eyes feeling into all of those years of feeling cast out, of feeling not belonging, of feeling that somehow my level of sensitivity, <laughs> somehow my inner psychic gifts, my passions, my deep, deep emotional nature and my feelings, right, that there was something wrong with that. Now, I'm not saying that only red pe redheaded people have those feelings, but there is something about this calling together of all of us as red women, women who hold the red thread, the blood thread of connection to our power. So this is the thing. Growing up with that history, I tried to hide my redheadedness. In fact, I dyed my hair, bleached my hair. I tried to appear less than redheaded. Even though one look at the sun and my skin will burn, I myself was burning inside from the shame. And it is only through these many years <laughs> of studying and looking at the histories or the her stories of many, many famous women, of many women who we can't name, but who have walked this path of the medicine woman, of the healer, of the priestess, of the seer, of the oracle, of the psychic, the advisors, the storytellers, right? 
all of these roles that are associated with the feminine are part of our red lineage. And so part of my intention with this offering is to create a space for us to reclaim our connection to our ancestors, to these women who have held this place of bold leadership throughout history, but also to call every single one of you forward into your version, your leading edge, your place of where you're being called to more fully reclaim your feminine divine, however she appears, whatever shade of red you are. And there is something inside of this that has connected me. And I want to speak into the mentor, (laughs) the deep soul guide who has come to me and probably many of you who are here. And that is Mary Magdalene about 15 years ago. And I was in Glastonbury, the Isle of Avalon in the United Kingdom. And to cut a long story short, I was in the Chaliswell Gardens, which is the home to the Red Spring. (laughs) Do you hear the theme here? And it was early, early, early in the morning. And I was meditating at the Red Spring alone. And suffice it to say that I was gifted with a vision. And the vision was of a woman clad in red robes who came to me and made herself known to me as Mary Magdalene, Mary of Magdala, Mary of Migdal, Mag, Mage, Magi, Magdalena. And in that visitation, she planted a seed in my heart of a query that turned into a vow. And the query started off as, what is it to walk the way of love? This was the query that came from her presence. And what it matured into was the vow to walk as love. Now, some of you may know this and some of you may not, but Mary Magdalene has a long and illustrious history and a connection into this philosophy or this cosmology (laughs) or this way of living that's known as the way of love. That at its very heart is the commitment to choosing to reveal our divinity within our humanity through love, through becoming love, through awakening the heart of love, the heart of Christ consciousness. To be Christed means to be an anointed one, to be one who has realized, realized, remembered, and now knows that they are, in fact, divine and human. It is the remembrance of our divinity and our humanity. And so what does all this have to do with this red energy and this red space that's being created here and the red women who are being brought in here to talk and to share Well, at the heart of it is this knowing that throughout all time, that women have been gathered in the energy of red, in the energy of the full expression of what it is to be human, to be the leaders within their communities, to lead from within the center by this acknowledgement of our power, the power of our hearts, the power of love. Hmm. 
And so when we speak of the red women and the red threads that bind us to those women, we are speaking about this vow throughout all time. And these women are notorious, and I love that word notorious, <laughs> because they're women who dared to stand for what they believed in. Mary Magdalene ended up being scorned and reviled and cast out as a prostitute or a whore by the church. But she was far from that, at least far from our modern understanding of what it is to be a prostitute or a whore, one who sells herself for money. She was a holy, sacred woman. In fact, Magdalene means the tower of strength. Magdalene means the great watchtower. And it is my belief and my inner knowing that throughout all time, there have been Magdalene women, watchtower women, women who have stood as the tower of strength. And that when we gather together as watchtower women, we are doing something in service to the collective. We are actually showing up in the fullness of our unique energy, each one of us, in service to the evolution of the planet. And this is what I think is real. On this day that I am releasing this very first podcast into the world, we are in the portal, the 22nd day of the second month of the 22nd year, 2202-22. The day, the year of the Magdalene, the year of the divine feminine, and what I know to be true in my own experience is that there is a calling together of the red women from all ages and all times, from the past to present and the future to come together now, to gather here now, to be enlivened with one another as we move from one epoch into another, as the end of one era happens and the birthing of a new one happens, there come the red women to hold the gateway, to hold the portal, to be way showers, to be towers of strength, to hold love no matter what. In the apparent dissembling, destruction, dismantling of the old civilization, in the apparent shadows and everything that's being riled up from within us as the old dies, and the new is born in simultaneity. We know that death and rebirth happen in the same moment. We know as red women connected into the cycles of life, the cycles of creation, that as we stand at the doorway of death, so do we stand at the doorway of rebirth. So there are many threads coming together here to weave this red space. I want you to feel that for a moment, that you're being called forward. That the greatest offering that you have is your own internal flowering. To allow yourself to fully mature and flower into the beauty and the resplendence of who you truly are as a divine human through awakening the heart of love. And that love has 144 different faces and that love is not what we think it is. It's not what we've been taught it is. It is an expression of so many different facets and colors of love. That sometimes love is bold and fierce and wild and intense. And other times it is soft and tender and embracing. 
that love is just and true and holds a sword of integrity and impeccability and accountability and is willing to speak the hard things of truth, that love is play and joy and passion and delight, that love is cooperation and collaboration, that love is all of these things from the faces of the feminine who hold these spaces of love. And I have no doubt that you are here, called here, because you are a red woman who holds the sanctity of what it is to walk as love and is in the inquiry of how this can shift the outpicturing of the world in which we live. And so, and so, and so we gather here. I'm going to name some of the red women who've influenced me from history, notorious red rebel women. Hildegard von Bingham, oh my goodness, the Veriditas, the fact that she herself would speak about the erotic nature of the earth and the sky and they would making love to each other, this sense of the juicy, wild, wet feminine where she would say to the popes and the bishops that the worst thing that they could do would become dried up through their faith and through their religi religious practice and that they needed to go and become more juicy and greened and alive. <laughs> this is a nun, a very famous, beautiful woman who was a poet and a dancer and an ecstatic and a musician and was, and was one that embodied the divine feminine. She is a red woman. Magdalene is a red woman. <laughs> and then we feel the energy of St. Teresa of Avila and our invitation to come into the ecstatic inner castle, to meet the inner beloved, to be in states of internal reverie and to take the Lord as her lover. Woo! Or we come into the power of Queen Boudicca. Boudicca meaning the valiant one the one who was chosen to be the strong one, she who gathered thousands and thousands of men together to be the valiant sovereign queen who stood against the Roman invasion as a red-headed Celt. Feeling the power of these kinds of women, or Joan of Arc, you know, who stood to receive God's missive through her for the rightful crowning of the rightful king of France. You know, it's these energies that we look outside and we say, well, that is them, but they live within us. We are part and parcel of this lineage of women that stretches far and wide. And so I want you to feel this is just a handful that we are gathering, gathering women across the red threads of all time to circle around the rose table. And during this red podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you some of these amazing women from history, as well as women who are here as contemporary women who are leaning into the edges of what it means to lead from our vulnerability, to lead from our strength and our empathy, to lead from within the hive, to serve the queen. And in this case, the queen being the god goddess. So I'm welcoming you to the red podcast. I'm welcoming you to bring your edges, 
your daring places, the parts of you that you have maybe pushed into the shadows that are waiting to be reclaimed. Because the question that we hold here for all of us is what is it that you don't quite allow yourself to express? And if you were to fully express it, what would that be like? What is your red edge? Where are you yearning to be more fully alive? Where are you yearning to express something that you've been holding back? What is it that you want to create in this world? To use Mary Oliver's words, this one wild and precious life. So with that, I'm going to complete this first offering in the Red Podcast by letting you know there are lots of juicy, juicy dialogues coming your way. And for today, I'm going to finish by offering you a spoken word piece that came through when I was first (laughs) requested of (laughs) to bring the Red Space alive. And... um, it's an offering from my heart to yours. Music is composed by Bam Vox, and it is a production of Red Velvet Sun. So please enjoy this first iteration of Red. She leads the way. I have an origin story to tell of red, of you and me and us, of our power, our sovereign grace, our tender, fierce, wild strength, our bold ecstasy, holding the threads of red. Red threads going back in time and forward in time, connecting us to red cave walls painted, to red blood streaming life and death. Red earth holding us, red blood moon, red passion, Red Har, Red Harlot, Red Harine, Red Whore. Did I say whore? Yes, Red Whore. Magdalena, Wumshamanka, Woom Magic, Red Creation, Red Life, Red Blood, Red Power. I said red. So many threads of us that she holds together. I bet you know this one. Red Wanton Woman, Red Reviled. Red shame and blame, red burning cheeks, red contempt, red too much, red don't be so loud, red you are showing off, red calm down, red sit the fuck down, Mm, red be more ladylike, red too brash, red too hot, red in your face, red too intense. Discomfort, red flaming fucking temper. (sighs) Turn down that red. And then there's this other thread that I bet you all know how to weave. Goes like this red lips kissing, 
heels dancing, red dress hugging hips, <laughs> red hair flowing, red lights flickering down low, red warmth oozing everywhere, red heat undulating desire, mm, red passion, red sounds of pleasure, <laughs> red tastes of wicked delight, red sensuous long kisses, red forbidden fruit, red blood mouth, mm. now you feel that, mm. your body, and then there's the other thread, we all celebrate about her as she comes through us and she says, Red dare. Red, I don't care. Red, I don't give a shit. Red, I deeply care. Red, I love you. Red, how dare you? Red, I see you. Red, I'm here to stay. I've always been here. Red, all the ways we go way, way, way the fuck back there. Red, oh, touch me there. Red, I'm pulsating. Red, I'm enveloping. Red, I'm a rose unfurling. Red, a rose I'm Rita flowing. Red in bed. Red, she said. Red, she said. Red, she said. Red, I bet you can. Red, I know you did. Red, saucy one. Just a tad bit naughty. Red, no one can overlook you. Red, see the power. Red, sovereign queen, I see you. Red, cheeky, why, yes, I am. Red, outspoken, uh-huh. What's new? Red, let it fly. Red, fire. I'm the molten lava. I'm the red running down your legs. I'm the red wine. I'm the holy grail. Red, red, red. Mmm, I am the original connection to her, to him, to they, to all of it. Held in the center of your being. All of it, always here, always here, always here. It's time. Oh, it's overtime. Hell, we are out of time. We gotta see, we gotta ignite. We have to do this now, the flame of delight in each other. Rise boldly, my daughter, rise boldly, my love. Red. here, what are we going to do? What are we going to create? What are we going to make? What are we going to manifest? What legacy are we going to leave behind? That's the question. Is it too late? Never mind, never mind. Don't care if it's too late. Be here now. Share of yourself. The biggest delight. Red, let her ignite. Red, let her ignite. listening to this episode of the Red Podcast. It's been an honor to have you here with us. As Red women, we are here leading from the edges of our own evolution. 
birthing new worlds into being through our bodies, our hearts, our minds, and our beautiful presence. If you would like to be in contact with me, I love hearing from you. You can find me on Instagram at elaine.kalila or over on my website, elainekalila.com. And lastly, I'd like to invite you, if you loved this episode, to go ahead and share this with someone that you think might enjoy it too. It's through us sharing our hearts with one another and inspiring one another that we reveal our red, that evolutionary edge that is just waiting to be fully expressed in all aspects of our world. Until next time, many, many blessings. Mm-hmm.